welcome to another edition of Leftovers here on the Calvary Catechism. Today on Leftovers, I'm here, Kenny, but Travis is not here because I have... Nate O'Brien filling in for Travis. <laughs> so if I was doing what Travis does, I'd go Nate-o. Nate-o. <laughs> I, won't, I won't do that. Or Nito. Nate-o. Or Nate-o. Yeah, I'll Nate-o. Just stick with Nate. Not for Travi B. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, all right, so here's what we're, we're doing for Leftovers. If you're new to the show or to Leftovers, we take a topic with no notes and we hit it. This is Nate's first attempt at this, uh, and he seems very thrilled that he's not able to prepare. Should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's the question for Leftovers today. Uh, what do I have to believe in order to be a Christian? What are the essential doctrines of the Christian faith? And so we treat Leftovers as if there's no, there's no notes, no prep. We treat it as if somebody just walked into your office, walked into your house and said, Nate, what do I need to believe in order to be a Christian? How do you answer that? I think we have to start off with the fact that God exists okay. as, the, as the primary and first condition and then what that God is like. Okay. So you're just going to leave it and not jump in to help. All right. So God exists. Would I wanted be, you to expound there. God exists would be the first thing to, to believe. And then also the bare essentials of that would be that he is triune in nature. So he's one being three persons uh, and then walking them through, obviously, as simply as possible, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit with a brief explanation of their relationship and their action in salvation. Okay. So... Uh, um, that's good that you brought that up because I, I would so let me maybe play devil's advocate here um, can somebody be a Christian who you know they've never heard about a trinity they've never they've never heard about creation uh, they, they don't know all the things about the nature of God and his character but they were presented with the gospel that they are a sinner and that they need to repent from their sin and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ who is God who gave his life for them can they, with just that information, become a Christian in that moment? Even in that moment, they believe that God exists. They might not have a firm understanding of his triune nature, for example, but that would lead to the second thing that they would have to believe, which is that that God who exists has commands that he has of, over his creation and that right. they have broken those commands. They right. have sinned against him and that they then deserve a punishment from which he's offered salvation. Okay. Uh, so the, my immediate answer would be yes. So if they've repented from their sin against that God and they put their faith and trust in Christ, mm -hmm. the God-man, the Son of God, uh, they can be a Christian initially, but my follow-up answer would be they couldn't stay a Christian and not believe in the triune nature right. of God because it's right. in the Scriptures. So if they're presented with that and they deny it, right. Uh, that would cause me to question their salvation. Well, there's two things here that are important for me. Uh, first of all, I, I think the question actually is flawed. The question, what must I believe in order to be a Christian, yeah. I think is flawed because of what you're just saying. In order to be a Christian, you don't have to know all of the depths of, right. of doctrine and theology, but you can't reject certain things. The truth. Right. right. So I think maybe a better way to ask it, and I'm making this framing this question on the spot is to say, um, what things, what doctrines, if I rejected them, would mean that I'm not a Christian, right? That's a better way to ask it. Like, Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I'm glad to hear you accept responsibility for how bad that question was. <laughs> um, so I appreciate, appreciate that. That's I what felt, we do on Leftovers. I felt like a victim. And 
So <laughs> the Trinity would be one of those things that if yes. you denied it, yes. I don't think you could be a believer biblically. Right. Um, uh, God, the Son, being fully God and fully man, right. uh, that you have sinned against that God, mm-hmm. um, the existence of hell or eternal punishment, yeah. I would say, uh, would be a doctrine you'd have to accept because of the truthfulness of it. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're saying if you're saying there is no hell, there's no eternal punishment, right. you're not ultimately trusting in Christ for salvation. I mean, you're, right. you're basically saying, I like the idea of Jesus, and it seems like he'll give me a better right. life at that point, right? Right. That's why I always struggle with uh, universalists. I, I don't understand why they're so bent on pushing their doctrine on other people, right? Like people who believe everybody's saved in the end, right. there's no hell— I can't understand why you would push your doctrine on anybody. Why does it matter? If everybody's saved in the end, just let people live their life. Like, why bother them with all this stuff, you know? Well, and I don't know that they would give this answer, but I personally think they fight so hard against the idea of an eternal punishment because they don't like the truth of it. Right. Um, that they are right. sinners and that they do deserve right. uh, a punishment after being found guilty. Right. That's another Leftovers episode, by it the is, way. That's, yeah. a, that's a whole <laughs> Calfred Catechism episode. That yeah. is a big one. Yeah. Um, and I think there's another important distinction here, too, in this, in this question. Uh, when we ask, you know, what must I believe in order to be a Christian, that is a different thing than saying, what must I do to be saved? Right. Right? So what must I believe in order to be a Christian? What doctrines must I at least hold to and not reject? Right. That's different than saying, what must I do to be saved? That's why I was asking earlier, if somebody's presented the gospel, they, they, they weren't told about the Trinity, they weren't told about creation, right. can they still be saved? Yes, but as they, as they grow in their faith, if they one day say, well, I don't believe that God's triune, then right. you're if not If they actually, deny one of those core, yeah. Yeah. core beliefs, you know, like, um, I don't have to be among the believers. I can do this on my own. Right. If they persist in that, that would be a core doctrine, because right. we're called to gather together. All right. Um, what are some other examples of doctrines that you, you, you must believe in order to be a Christian? You can't reject them. I mean, there's a long list. There is a long there's list. There's a long yeah. list. Yeah. What about, uh, what about let's, let's have some fun here. What about baptism? Um, yes. So can you be saved and not be baptized? Yes. I would say yes. And my evidence quickly on the spot would be, of course, the thief on the cross. Thief on the cross, um, yeah. He was saved, yep. but he was not baptized. Yep. Um, there's some debate about, well, that was before the resurrection, and somehow that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I believe you can be saved, even if you're not baptized, but as a believer, you're commanded to be baptized, and so if you reject or push back mm-hmm. on that command, that would, again, cause me to start to question yep. uh, what's happened. Let's, be, let's have an, another yep. fun moment here. What, uh, here at the Calvary Catechism, season one, we went through the doctrines of grace the five points of Calvinism. Amen. Must you hold to the five points of Calvinism to be a Christian? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what to say in this moment right now, actually. Is that well, really your answer? Uh, I would say that those are uh, pretty fundamentally based in Scripture. So am I, you know, a Calvinist? Well, Calvin believed in baptizing babies, and so I don't believe that. Right. So I wouldn't consider myself a Calvinist. But I don't know any of the five points that were discussed that I would say I could persist in unbelief in those and still consider myself a Christian. Um, so I'd, I'd be willing to hear some debate and pushback on that. But okay, um, I would say uh, I would say that you can for sure be a believer and not hold to the five points of Calvinism as they are taught. 
Um, but there are there are questions I would have. So when you say that you don't believe in total depravity, right. what does that mean? You right. know? When right. you say that you don't believe in limited atonement, now that's that's one that maybe there's a little bit more wiggle room. Um, but that would be the one I think with the with the most argumentation right. and the most debate could occur right. on that. But I think um, this, you know, why not? I think that once everybody gets to heaven, they'll be like, hey, it was limited. That's <laughs> where I'm at, you know. Here we are. We're yeah. just we're throwing it all out there. You know, so if um, you have any questions on that, if you want to email Kenny. <laughs> We were very clear in, in, when Travis was here. Now I wish Travis was here, apparently. Maybe the first time I've ever said that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome, Travis. <laughs> hey, if, if Travis were here, he would agree with me, I think, that we said, you don't have to be a Calvinist to be a Christian. I would um, agree with that. Right. I mostly like to just watch your face. Yes, I, I know. Like I know you were messing with me. That's why we went there. Uh, let's see. What else? You got, an, you got another one? What's another fun one here? I'm trying to think through. Nothing off the top of my head. Must you believe in uh, Jesus being fully man and fully God? Yeah, no, I did comment on that earlier. So if I okay. if I reject either part of that, I'm rejecting who he is. Yep. And so I can't call him Lord if I don't know him okay. well. Yep. Um, so that would be Must you believe must you believe in so this is a doctrine of Calvinism. Uh, one of the five points, the perseverance of the saints. Must you believe that you cannot lose your salvation in order to be saved? In order to be saved? No. I don't know how a believer could persist in that and, and consider themselves a believer. I think that the Bible's so clear on the fact that salvation is something that Christ retains for you. Right. Number one, so I, you'd have to reject that teaching somehow. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I don't know how to be a believer without that truth. Okay. Uh, because if I consider my own efforts and I consider what I'm able and capable of doing, I'm not going to make it. Right. If it's on me, right. totally, to get there. Right. So to have that truth that I believe is biblically sound to rest in, um, I think is key for, for my walk. And then the walk of any any believer who's thinking it through. Yeah. We could go on and on with doctrines, but I think there's another important point here. One of the reasons why this conversation can actually be dangerous is we can begin to look at people and say, you're not a believer because you don't agree with my theology right. and doctrine. Right. That's not what we're doing. And we're we're also not saying it's as black and white and cut and dry as it even appears in this conversation, right? Like, Right. That example being one of them, if somebody dis- if somebody doesn't think that once saved, always saved, for example, I can't look at them and say, well, you're not a believer. Well, and I'll, so that's a good point. And so I'll make a, a distinction that I think is, is biblically based. I don't know your heart and you right. don't know mine. Right. So that perseverance is the evidence of whether or not we are actually believers. So I can only know that about myself. I can't know that with uh, 100% clarity about anyone else. Right. Um, but 30 years from now, if I fall away, that'll be evidence to everybody, according to First John, that I was not actually ever a believer. Right, um, right. So number one, I would say, I don't know your heart. And right. just because we disagree, um, I would humor the fact that I could be wrong. I would not know where you are in your walk necessarily. Yep. Um, you could be a new believer. You could have just been introduced to the information and, and never have to wrestle your way through it. 
And so, yeah, I wouldn't want anyone to just look at me and, and because we disagree, you know, call me right. a, an unbeliever and, and throw right. me out of the body. And I personally yes. would not want to do that to anybody else. So Yes. Uh, That's an important distinction yeah. here. Like, this is not, don't take what we've said in some of these topics and go to your friend who disagrees with you on some topic and say, well, you're right. not a Christian, because they said if you don't hold to these doctrines, then you're not right. a Christian, right? That's a dangerous thing. Well, and again, clarification is key. Can you be saved without knowing these doctrines and or necessarily believing them. Right. Um, and we would say if you've repented of your sin and put your faith and trust in Christ, right. both the repentance and the faith are gifts given from God to you that work themselves out of you. Uh, you can be a believer and not know about these and or not initially believe in them. Yep. It's the in the long run as you become knowledge of your Bible, you're aware of what it says, then you have to actively reject the truths that are right. clear in there. Right. And so I want to also say the truths that are clear. Right. There are some truths that are not clear, like what's going to happen in the end times or right. what perspective they have on Revelation. So I can't right. put that out as a, as a hurdle yeah. or a stumbling block and say you're not a believer if you're not a pre-tribulation, right. pre-trib rapture, right. pre-millennial, you know, whatever. I had I had so many topics in my head that I wanted to throw out so bad, but oh, I, I knew I knew they would get us on a tangent, like like mm -hmm. doctrines that should you do you have to believe this in order to be a Christian? But I'm gonna do a rapid fire. We got like two minutes. I won't I won't go too okay. too too hard on you. I want to say one more thing. Maybe we can do a rapid fire. That'd be fun. Um, I want to say one more thing that is important here. I believe, and maybe I don't know if you'll disagree me, with me on this or not. I would also say that you can be a Christian who at times in your life rejects certain doctrines, um, and that's that's not a guarantee that you're not a Christian. Um, I 100% agree. Right. Um, for the first 10 plus years of my Christian walk, I was not in agreement where, where I am now right. on a lot of these different doctrines. Right. And I was a lot that I, I would look back and go, I think I was wrong. Right. Um, and so I've evolved in what I now consider to be right. So if I thought that, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't been a Christian yeah. initially. So I, I don't think you um, would stay there. I think over time right. you would align with what Scripture says fully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think that would cast you out just because you, you don't believe a particular issue at a, a particular time. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, well, we're pretty much at the 15 minutes. Do you have anything else that you want? You feel like you need to add in this moment? Not in 30 seconds. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and the rapid fire idea, I think, will get us in trouble. Most likely, yeah. 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 We, we would probably, the Calvary Catechism would be no more because Nate came on here if we did rapid fire. One time, fire. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is it for this episode. Uh, we are constantly looking to talk about uh, more things and want more topics, more ideas for the podcast. So if you have an idea of something we should address in Leftovers, uh, send it to us. Our email address is calfordcatechism at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Give us some feedback on there. Give us a rating or review. That's always helpful as well. Thanks, Nate, for joining me. And one final note is when we're done with this, I'm also going to record another episode with Nate on the podcast that I run myself called Hold Fast. Um, so that that's fun. If you have not checked out that podcast yet, you can do that, kind of doing a cross-posting here, cross-promotion. So uh, check out Hold Fast. We actually don't know what we're going to talk about yet for that either, but we're going to figure that out in just a minute. Based on how this went, it should be great. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll uh, be back next time. All right. Bye.